been in the game for over two decades, working with gangs, addiction, and mental health. And over the course of time, what I've learned is, sometimes you have to journey through the dark to find your way into the light. And now, we're gonna talk about it. Would you please join us for the movement of Mongo? All right, you know what it is and you know who it is. It's your man, 50 Grand, the M-O-N-G-O, a.k.a. Congo, a.k.a. Monjeezy, a.k.a. Omega Supreme, cool as ice, sweet as cream. You know what it is and you know what time it is. We're going to finish up where we left off. For those who are just coming to the show, this is the second part of Superman Can't Save You. I told the audience in the first part that I was going to give them one of the most prolific things that they were ever going to hear. That was the line. I said 20% of you wouldn't be able to embrace it. 20% of you wouldn't be able to get it. But the 80% are going to understand exactly what I'm saying. If you work in mental health, if you work in addiction right now, you know that what I'm saying is true. I want those who are suffering from addiction of any kind of mental illness to understand Superman isn't going to save you. Let me say it again to you. Superman isn't going to save you. That means you got to put in the work. That means you got to start recognizing if I want this healing, if I want this power, that I'm going to have to start doing what it takes to get that life that I'm looking for. Sometimes what we happen to do, and I know because I've been there, I want you to know that I've been there. I've had an issue with depression. I know what that's like. We'll make up excuses. It's mama's fault. It's daddy's fault. Well, if they would help me get this, if they would help me get that, then I could probably do this. Let me tell you, the condition that you're in, and this is specifically for addiction, is not dealing with what mama's done or daddy's done. At the end of the day, whatever took place when you were younger, when you became an adult and you have the ability to change your life, then it's up to you. It's up to you to go to therapists. It's up to you to take your medication. It's up to you to make the decision that you want a lifestyle that's better. What we tend to get caught up in is that I'm not good enough. We get caught up with not forgiving ourselves. We get caught up with, well, if I could just have this back. I still remember a gentleman that I dealt with years ago who kept telling us, and it's on one of the podcasts, and I think it was, I think the one that we had, it may have been, it wasn't God spoke to me, but in that podcast, I told the story of a gentleman who had been suffering from addiction for lots of years, and what he kept saying to himself is that if God would get me off of drugs more than three or four days, then I would believe in him again. But I hadn't been off meth or heroin for more than three or four days. And then when we started to run back to him, how many days he had been off, he couldn't believe it. And the reason he couldn't believe it was because when he got done, now I want you to hear, do the numbers on this. He had been in CRC, um, the crisis center. He had been in there for about seven days. He had been in our facility for about 14 days. He had been there 21 days, but he didn't realize 
that he had been off of meth that long. He'd been off heroin that long. He was still arguing about how he was treated as CRC. Then he was arguing about how we were treating him. And we said, well, you've been healed for over 21 days. He said, no, that can't be right. I can't believe that. The reason he couldn't believe it is because when we get caught up in our syndrome of wanting our life back, we want everything that we used to have associated with it. We want a good job. We want the family relationship good. We want uh, the girlfriend. We want the boyfriend. We want the husband, the wife. We want the kids to love us. We want our mom and dad. We want all of that set up the way it used to be. But those issues are byproducts of what addiction has done. That's right. Some of those things are going to take work. The only thing that you can simply do right now is get your life together and make the commitment to getting your life better. That means you got to put in the work because this ain't easy and it's not going to be easy. That means when you wake up in the morning, you have to wake up saying, I want my healing. When you go to bed at night, you have to go to bed saying, I want my healing. And you have to start believing that nobody on this planet is going to take that healing away from you. Something else I've noticed and done myself. Blame everyone else. If they hadn't done that, then I wouldn't have gone backwards. If they hadn't done that, then I wouldn't have made this move. At some point, you have to be accountable for your actions and get that power. Power is out there waiting for you. You have power that you can grab. You have power that you can hold. All you have to do is reach out and grab it, embrace it, and hold on to it. That's not easy, holding on to that power. As a matter of fact, Lesson number two, which is free to you today. I want you to know it's free. It doesn't cost anything. Lesson number one, Superman isn't going to save you. Lesson number two, you got to fight. I have witnessed on a regular basis people who say they're fighting but set their circumstance up for failure. I'll give you an example. I've been called a soothsayer before. I've had people say, are you a gypsy? Are you a fortune teller? How did you know this was going to happen to me? How did you know I was going to come back to this place? And I simply told them, I knew by who picked you up. You're not going to get off meth if the person picking you up is still doing meth. They're going to smell like it. They may even have it on them. By the time that you get from the inside of the facility to the car, you may have already started hitting it. That's real talk. I can tell you by which family members come to pick you up if you're going to do well or not. If you've got a family member that is already telling you, you know, we've done this six times. We did this when you were at Valley Hope. We did this when you were at St. Anthony's. We did this when you were at Cedar Ridge. You keep saying you want to get better, but you don't. I can almost bet that you're going to be seeing me again. Because once you've made that commitment to healing, once you've made that commitment to make your life better, you've got to have a support system that is going to help you. If that support system is downing you and reminding you on a regular basis of how you failed, of how you didn't do it, you're going to be back in that hole. You need people who are willing and ready to celebrate every victory that you have. If you've been off of anything for more than one day, celebrate it. If it's seven days, celebrate it. If it's 10 days, celebrate it. 
celebration of life and self and health is part of your healing today. Once again, you get this for free. Nobody has to even throw it your way. I'm giving it to you for free. This type of power would cost money anywhere else. This type of power that I'm giving you today, would, I could line up gold doubloons, credit cards. That's what it's going to cost to get this for free. But I'm giving it to you. All you have to do is take it. All you have to do is grab it. What I'm telling you right now, if you make up your mind that you're going to save yourself, once again, Superman isn't going to save you. If you make up your mind that you're going to have your life better, that's rule number one. Rule number two, you got to have some fight. You can't fall apart at everything that comes up. You can't look for excuses. You can't look for reasons to stay in the hole. Sometimes you got to look for reasons to get out of the hole. I've had guests on the show from Jake Arthur, fabulous guests from our favorite who comes in. Chelsea Williams comes in and tells her story. Whose story could be any more tragic than that one? 15, 16 years hooked on alcohol, meth and heroin lost her kids, was walking wherever she needed to go, didn't have a vehicle, didn't have a car. Whose story could be more powerful than that? In her worst circumstance, worse, in and out of jail, that would break a mother's heart. It would destroy your dad, daddy's girl. This is what's happened. Let me tell you, when she finally made up her mind, that I'm tired of this shit. I'm not going to stay here any longer. When she made up her mind, I don't want to keep doing this. When she made up her mind that I'm not going to keep waiting on people to come and help me or get this. She didn't change her life. She changed the dynamic of the lives around her. Those kids that she lost, she now has. That mother that she didn't have a relationship with, she now has. Those feet that were tired from walking everywhere she went, God transformed into a white 2021 Mercedes Benz. You heard me, a white 2021 Mercedes Benz. I don't want you to get caught up on the year of the make of the car because it's irrelevant. That's superficiality that has no purpose here. But it's just to say that this woman who was walking everywhere she needed to go or trying to hitch rides, that when she asked God to make her life better, when she asked God that if you will just do this for me, I'll do this for you. He didn't just give her a car. He gave her a chariot at the worst of her life. I want you to hear what I'm saying to you today. If you're dealing with meth, if you're dealing with heroin, if you're dealing with alcohol, I want you to hear me today. This woman was homeless, living in a dumpster. Now, I don't know who's, I don't know anybody in here who's okay living in a dumpster. I know you're saying, surely this man has lost his mind. Did he say dumpster? I said dumpster. You'll have to have her come and tell her, tell her story. But you know what this God can do? This God right here. And I want to make sure we have a provision. If you're atheist or agnostic and don't believe, then search for your higher power. If your God is Allah or Muhammad, or if your God is, if you're a Hare Krishna or Buddhist, then let that be your power. But for Chelsea, for me, my God is Jesus Christ. I've seen him work and I've seen the miracles that can be done. She took a dumpster. God took that dumpster that she was in and turned it into a $300,000 home in Edmond, Oklahoma. High school diploma. 
if you're looking for excuses, you don't have one anymore. Because if Chelsea can do it and change the lives of people at resurgence, if Jake Arthur can do it, Jake Arthur is one of the biggest ballers in Oklahoma. And when I say he balls, only thing he's looking for is somebody who needs healing. He's looking for people who want their lives better. He's looking for people that want to make get past addiction. He's a baller. These are the people who have made their life better, but they had to go by rule number one. Superman, is it going to save you? You have to want to save yourself and you have to put in the work. And rule number two, you have to fight. Usually when I'm training, I show a video of King Kong versus T-Rex from the 2015 film with Jack Black. King Kong is fighting these three Tyrannosaurus Rex. And when you see the tenacity he's fighting them with, he knows his life is depending on if he gets past this. He's holding uh, the woman in one hand and fighting them. What I tell the course in the class every time, I want you to imagine that that woman is your sobriety. I want you to imagine that that woman is your mental health. And whenever he got ready, the dinosaur got ready to bite that hand, he switched it. One time he dropped the woman and he caught it with his foot because it was that important to him. He's not going to let it fall. He's not going to let it fail. So whatever your issue is today, right now, don't you dare fail. Don't you dare look for reasons to fall. You find a way to fight. Get up and fight. If you've never seen how to fight, then you watch that movie, the King Kong 2015 with Jack Black. Watch that ape fight, fight those three Tyrannosaurus Rexes. It'll teach you how to fight. Fight like your life depends on it because it does. Addiction is not a destination. Oh, God, thank you. I said something prolific. It's not a destination. You don't reach a spot and then all of a sudden you're healed. That's not the way it works. Your healing is a journey, a lifetime journey, which means that there's going to be some days that you're stronger than others. It means there's going to be some days when you don't feel it and some days when you have all the light and power that you can grab. What I can tell you is if you want your family back, fight. If you want your kids back, if you've lost them and they're telling you, we need you to do these classes and we need you to do this to get them back, fight. If you want to be able to have a job again, because let's do real talk. If you're dealing with meth, you're dealing with heroin, your only thing is getting past some withdrawals. You can't hold a job. You know you can't. If you want to start having a job and being a productive citizen, fight. Get up and fight for what you want. I promise you, if you start fighting and you start putting in the work, you will be like Chelsea. You'll be like Jake Arthur. You'll have that house that's in Edmond, Oklahoma. You'll have your kids back. You won't be walking anymore or begging for rides. You'll be able to pick and choose the chariot that you want. Hell, you'll even be able to get a winged horse and fly on it if you want it. I believe it. Last but not least. Belief, I'm getting ready to end. The next time that you get ready to hear me, I'm going to talk about belief and faith and hope and what it will do for you in your journey of healing. Number one is Superman can't save you. Number two is you got to fight, fight like you, your life depends on it because it does. That fights when you wake up, that fights when you go to bed at night. But you also have to believe, you got to be able to believe that you can get that healing. If you don't believe that you can get that healing, how will anybody else believe it? I'm telling you now, 
I've lived a charmed life through the grace and mercy of the Lord of hosts, El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, the God of overabundance. Eliakim, woo, for God has lifted me up. El Nathan, for God has given. Woo, Eliashib, for my God has restored me. If you're looking for restoration, if you're looking for your life better than what I'm telling you, don't make excuses. Don't look for Superman. Look within yourself for your healing and fight every day. The next class we have, we're going to talk about belief, faith, and hope. You can't buy that at Costco. I can't get you a box full of hope or faith. But what I can do is tell you how to build it. Let me tell you something today. If you embrace what I'm telling you, you're going to be on the road to light. And once you get a bowl full of that light, once you get a taste of that light, I promise you, you never want to go back. This has been another episode of The Movement with Mongo. Sometimes you have to journey through the darkness to find your way into the light. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.